Hey, Doug. Hello, Lindsay. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Really pumped for our second episode. No, this is our third episode. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> really pumped for our third episode. <clears throat> Me too. And so, Thank yeah. <laughs> See, that's how it goes. So we have uh, a really full house tonight, and uh, we have a chance to talk about Advent, which we're really pumped about. And so everybody, uh, say hello. Hello. Wow, it's crowded. It is. This fall table feels like it needs to get a lot bigger. Um, So yeah, a lot of people have heard, uh, if you've been around church or if you grew up in more traditional churches, you've heard about Advent, but we figured we'd start really quick just with... Um, what Advent is. And so our uh, resident theologian, Ben Pitson, uh, is going to just tell us a little bit about Advent here. Resident theologian, that sounds very official. Um, Yeah, Advent's a season that the church uh, celebrates every year. I don't know if celebrates the right word, but it's a season of preparation for uh, Christmas. And so the four Sundays leading up to Christmas, Christmas, um, the church takes time to prepare. And Advent means arrival or coming. And so we anticipate uh, the kind of looking backwards in anticipation of Christmas when Jesus was born, but also looking forward to when Jesus comes again. Uh, so it's a great time of anticipation uh, for what God is has done and will do and is doing currently. Um, and so the four Sundays focus on traditional themes of hope and peace and joy and love. So it's an exciting time for the church. I love that. I love um, a few years ago, JR um, talked about Advent as a, a season of standing on your tiptoes waiting. And I just love that picture of Advent. And for me growing up, we we grew up, uh, I grew up Lutheran. And so we, you know, meant red banners hanging in the church and we didn't really talk about and the and the, the wreath with the four candles, yeah. which was exciting. And it just kind of meant we're getting closer to Christmas. Um, and then we kind of ignored it for a while when uh, as a fundamentalist. And now it's really exciting to, like, bring new life into it as a season of anticipation to kind of go against the cultural norms of more, more, more and kind of make it wait, wait, wait and be excited. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I do wonder, too, because a lot of us kind of grew up with that mentality of Advent either being like a, a word that we just never heard or a bad word um, if we're in more like fundamental right. circles. But um I know Advent's been really shaping for a lot of us sitting around um, the table. And so, yeah, I think what's going to be really fun is just as we have a chance to talk about the things happening within Advent, um, I'm looking forward to hearing the stories of how we've been shaped. And so, Ben, if you could think of, or Lindsay or anybody, if you could think of like, what flavor do we hope Advent takes for our community? Like, how would you tell people even to begin now preparing? Yeah, Ben, and what is the flavor we should be getting in our schedule this December? Because it's different than what we normally do the rest of the year. Yeah, we're excited to kind of disrupt our regular rhythm. And I think Advent kind of is that season of disruption, like something big is about Mm -hmm. to happen. Um, And so, yeah, we're not meeting in our house churches on the first and third Sundays of December. And part of that is like we want to, in this Advent season, just... Um, gather together corporately each Sunday of Advent in anticipation and celebration and to really focus on what the season is about. Um, And it's also a great opportunity to give our house church shepherds a little bit of a break, as well as those who host house church. Um, 
it's a busy season for lots of people for lots of different reasons. And so to give those folks a bit of a break um, is a great thing that it's kind of a, a bonus benefit, I think, for the Renew community. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I feel like Advent is, yeah, it's a season of disruption. It's a season of subversiveness for the church to go against the grain of consuming into generosity and giving. Um, we also hold in tension the brokenness of the world and the kingdom of God and all of the goodness that that brings. Mm. And even this past Saturday, I was just kind of feeling this heaviness of like, my heart aches with all that's happening in the world. Um, but my heart also longs for all of that to be restored and to be renewed. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, Advent is that season for me that's like, yes, yeah, something better is coming. Mm. And it's even coming now through us as the yes. church. Mm. Yes. That's good. That is good. Man, I wish it was Advent now. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I We're getting so close. <laughs> I, I started listening to some Christmas yeah. music. Oh, no. Which I never do before Thanksgiving. And my wife was like, What's happening? <laughs> uh, so really quick, what is your least favorite Christmas song? Uh-oh. That's a tough one. Go ahead, Aaron. What, what? Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic the Donkey. It's the worst song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to have say simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That makes me want to pull oh, my hair out. I, just, I can't deal with it. <laughs> can't. Sorry, uh, we, we derail. Yeah, we derail. Anyone else? Anyone else? Any other confessions? No, no. Okay. Yeah. So with that, um, and I love just that picture, Ben, of subversion and and waiting and anticipating and just longing for um, this kingdom to show up in powerful ways and in small ways uh, in the season. But with that, we also have a lot of like extracurricular activities happening within Renew over the next. A uh, few weeks as we observe and celebrate Advent together. So, um, yeah. So, Doug, why don't you tell us about your activity on yeah. Black Friday? So, uh, a bunch of years ago, we started an anti-Black Friday Black Friday party uh, where we sat around and didn't buy anything. And... <laughs> We hung out and it was great. And so uh, just a few uh, last year, we decided to observe Black Friday by going on a hike together. And so we had a lot of fun uh, just being outside, uh, not consuming, but enjoying one another relationally and mm. just living into the goodness of being together. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super, super fun. So that's happening on Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, for those of you that might not know what Black Friday is. Uh, everyone knows what Black Friday is. Okay. You're probably <laughs> right. But it's going to be a good time. We're, uh, if you're interested, you can shoot me an email and I'll get you all the details. And it's also in the weekly email, too. And it's a pretty big hike this year. It's a nine-miler. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, protest hike. And I was like, oh, not doing nine miles <laughs> with my two toddlers. <laughs> no. We, maybe we should do like a fun run. Hike. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll get <laughs> that in the year. works for next year. Yeah. Very cool. Especially when you said there's no bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. It's there are some trips that folks take into the woods and we all know what's happening. Oh, sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, so, Aaron, tell us yes. a little bit about Boxes of Love. So Boxes of Love, um, it's something that we've done the past few years and it's it's. Um, a practical way that we can um, bless the families of the Boys and Girls Club. So, you know, we have the ga these gatherings at the Boys and Girls Club every other week. And um, during the week, it's filled with all these kids and families. And um, this is just a really cool way to be able to 
um, to show our love to them um, for giving us, you know, the space and just as a part of the community as well. So what they are um, is a box. (laughs) Um, It's a large cardboard box um, and it comes with a list of items. And the purpose of the box is to give to the families of the Boys and Girls Club to be able to have a meal during Christmas time. Mm. And so um, it's something that uh, Bridge Community Church in Lansdale has started and we're partnering with them to um, to do this this season again. And uh, so on the gathering on November 25th, we're going to have boxes available uh, right after the gathering. Um, and you, I'll be there and you can just come up to me and grab a box. <laughs> um, I hear there's a mad rush normally. There for is boxes, a mad rush. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So if you're not going to be there, someone can pick it up for you. Um, but we're just doing kind of a first come first serve this year. So, awesome. Yeah. So um, and then uh, there'll be a list of items that I'm going to give out with the boxes that'll say everything that needs to go in. Um, and then uh Bridge Community Church also provides a ham to go with the box. So awesome. And Renew is going to be taking care of picking that up for everyone. So um, by Renew, he, she I'm, means Caleb Mangum. Uh, <laughs> will be picking up all the hams if you're listening, Caleb. In his new van. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, after Caleb picks up the hams, yeah. Um, <laughs> then it's now uh, written in stone. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it must be done. Um, then once you fill the box with all your items, oh, also you can decorate the box as well. Mm. So you can—that's a really fun thing. For One the of the best parts. Do. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so you can drop off your decorated box with all the items um, inside at the Boys and Girls Club on December 11th or 12th um, during the Boys and Girls Club hours. Um, so yeah, this is something my family's done the last few years, and it's really, really cool for our kids to see, you know, giving to other families who may not have um, the means to provide for their families as we do. So it's a, it's a nice practical way to uh, show God's love. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. how this takes care of local families and the yes. families that use the same space we do. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, so even speaking about um, the kids and having them involved with decorations and things like that, uh, Mare is actually uh, – Mare, I know last year, for the last few years, you've done some opportunities for families to be formed through Advent, uh, particularly through a thing called Jesse Tree. So what can you tell us about that as we prepare for – Jesse tree. What is it and how do you do it? Yeah. So the Jesse tree is a way to get families involved together. So it's parents and kids. And we've actually had a couple of people uh, without kids that have done it too. So that's fun. Um, but basically the Jesse tree is from Isaiah 11, one, where it talks about um, a shoot coming out, um, a branch coming out of the roots. And so it's just a reminder of um yeah, the the coming, the the Advent time. This year, we're going off of a book by Dean Lambert. It's called The Advent Jesse Tree. But, um, you know, he goes through the verses, and there's a small craft for the kids. And then there's discussion questions for um, families to do. Just simple, like, two or three discussion questions. But, um, yeah, it's a fun way for just a the family to come together in this time and do something together. A Jesse tree is made from like, we've made ours out of twigs that we put in a vase with some stones in the bottom. Um, People sometimes use washi tape and put it on their wall or their fridge, or I mean, Pinterest has a million ideas of ways to make Jesse trees, but um, 
Yeah. So basically the the kids make these ornaments and put them on the on their tree that they've made and it's just a reminder of uh you know Jesus's second coming and and how we're preparing for his coming um during this time. Yeah, that's cool. And so I know in the years past you do like packets that you hand out and like what are the dates and and things like that and when does it start and So Advent starts on December 2nd. So what is that the 25th? is when we'll start handing out packets. So basically, every family gets a packet that has, um, you know, how to create your Jesse tree, what it's about. It has day by day um, what the theme is that points back to Jesus. It has the craft that they're doing, and then it has a discussion question. So, um, yeah, I mean, in the packet, it has everything that they, they need. Basically, you know, you can get really involved in some of these crafts, but we keep them simple because we have a large age range of kids in our church, but also it's kind of fun to do it again the next year. And, you know, it's fun for me to look at different ways to do the crafts and be creative on, you know, something different for the kids so that it's not just the same thing every year. Yeah. And I think what, what we appreciate about it at, from a from a biblical perspective is it actually tells the story of the scriptures yes. not just the new testament but it roots it in all right of it the starts scriptures. in genesis and goes all the way through um you know the new testament but i love that everything always points back to jesus yeah. mm-hmm. so even from the beginning from the creation mm-hmm. it all points back to jesus and that's what i hope our kids can kind of get out of this at the end as they grow too is that even from the beginning god had it you know, pointing back to Jesus, like Mm. everything points back to him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love as a parent, um, the way that you love and care for the parents and that you give us this way to include our kids in this season intentionally and make it all about Jesus and not about Santa. Cause I'm really sick about (laughs) Santa. That's good. Um, so I just really enjoy, and I really, I feel loved and cared for in that way by you and your team. And I think it's you who put these things together, (laughs) (laughs) but I just really appreciate it. (laughs) Well, thanks. It's fun. I like doing it. And I love, I know what not every family can do it every night because life gets crazy, but it's nice. Even my kids are older and it's nice to sit down and color and cut out and just be creative on even if it seems silly and simple, but it's fun to do as a family. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, very good. And that'll be coming out on the 25th. So we're really excited for that. And Man, if you, the 25th is going to be an awesome yeah, but Sunday. The good news is if you <laughs> if you miss the 25th, you can still pick up the packet on the 2nd. Correct. And, and you won't be behind. Correct. Uh, which is super good. Uh, but if you miss the protest hike on Black Friday, you will be behind. Yes. Because there's no way to get there. Next, uh, we actually have uh, Katina here, and she's going to talk to us a bit about uh, our second uh, Blue Christmas. So, Katina, can you let us let Renew know kind of what what that's all about and the vision behind it and what you're really excited about? Yeah, um, I think the holidays can be hard for people. I know I've had a couple difficult Christmases these last um, couple years, and. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to be celebratory and joyous and full of hope and just a party. (laughs) And um, sometimes it's hard to do that 
when you're grieving and or just hurting or discouraged or disappointed or waiting for something to be restored. And so I think that Blue Christmas is a time for people who are feeling that way, who might even feel a little guilty about feeling that mm. way during the holidays, mm. to come and just be... Um, just be mm. like, I'm not going to fix it. Um, mm. like I'm not going to put a bow on it and I'm not going to say you shouldn't feel this way and you should feel another. It's a time for the bride of Christ to be vulnerable. Mm. Um, and I think it's beautiful. Mm. I, it's, I feel like it's interesting that it's around Christmas time, but yeah, I'm excited about it. I don't know. Yeah. How else to explain it? Yeah. I think it's awkward for people to come and be and see people share a poem and yeah. cry and weep yeah. in front of a group of people mm-hmm. and to just be like, this is it. God, this is where we are and we're hurting. Mm-hmm. We know that you're Emmanuel, that you're God with us, but we're broken here. Mm-hmm. Like, we know who you are, but we're hurting. Mm-hmm. Like, can that be okay at Christmas time too? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 And how important would you say it is like Katina, is this is this specifically for people who are hurting or is this something that's for everybody like in the community to be part of? I think it's really important for people to be there because if you're not that person, it helps you to understand those people mm. more. Mm. Yeah. To sit at a table with them and have chili mm-hmm. or bake a cornbread. Um, and to not be like, well, thank God I'm not falling apart mm. during the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> That's for those people. But to be like, how can I love mm. my neighbor even when I'm uncomfortable? Mm. How can I sit in a space that makes me want to run the other way? Like, we need practice mm. at that. This yeah. is a great place to practice that. Oh, Katina, you are preaching to the choir? Because yeah. I would much rather run away when people are uncomfortable. But I love that you've created this space, even though it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah. And so you mentioned food. And so the what does the night kind of feel like for folks and and what do you need and when is it? Yeah, it's really nothing fancy. Um, It's a couple of it's a couple of blue Christmas lights, some candles, um, some people just being creative and sharing, um, sharing hope, but also Mm. sharing their stories very honestly Mm. with poetry or music. Mm. And, um, yeah, then some amazing people provide childcare, team mayor. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah. And then some amazing people make some chili, all different types of chili. We have a couple crock pots set up, some, cornbread and some salad last year we made some little centerpieces and gave them away to some of the the women who were you know it's it takes a lot to come out mm-hmm. on a cold winter mm-hmm. night and to really just sit in it mm-hmm. but i mean i think that scripture is all full of that mm-hmm. it is yeah mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if you make chili and you're not grieving, come on out. <laughs> if you make cornbread and you're grieving, come on out. Yeah. <laughs> Just come out. Yeah. And that is Saturday night, December 15th. 15th. And so and it'll start around four, I think. four in the afternoon, four in the evening. And so it'll go for a couple hours. and Just one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> Just one hour. And then hour. dinner. Joel, can you edit that out? <laughs> I had to say that. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then dinner, right? So an yeah. hour and then dinner. Yeah. And, so yeah. two hours. Great. 
Child care is provided. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Good. If people could RSVP, that would be awesome. So that gives us an idea of how much food we're going to need. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And you can RSVP to me, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. You can RSVP to me. Um, Aaron, admin at renewcommunity.org. Nice. We'll put that in the show notes for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I just wanted to add, too, I was at Blue Christmas last year, and um, there was just, I wasn't grieving, but it was just something that was really special in that space, mm. you know? Um, I just felt like it was nice to just even just be quiet and still, you know? And it was a good opportunity for that, and um, yeah, and then just to sit with people afterwards and talk, and it was just really, something really special. So speaking of uh, Blue Christmas and Boxes of Love and Jesse Tree, one thing that we want to make sure we also remind people is for parents uh, of children, there's a great opportunity to get some clothing for your kids and to unload clothing that you may not need for your children. And so on uh, December 2nd, if you could come about an hour before church at eight, uh, eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, uh, we would, I get there at eight. So you can come then and help set up chairs yeah. as a yeah. shameless plug for <laughs> setup team. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a clothes swap and potluck. So bring something to plug in and something to share. And we're going to practice, uh, just going to practice being generous by giving clothes and you can check out all that information. It's in the weekly email. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. Anything else to add yeah. to that, Aaron? Probably yeah. a lot to add to that. <laughs> yeah. So if you could bring, if you are bringing clothes, if you could bring them sorted, pre-sorted, it would okay. be great by size. Um, and then we're just going to have basically like piles in the gym, um, according to size and you can go through it or you can just dump it and go <laughs> whatever you want. Cool. Very cool. So another way we're generous every year is by a, through a specific giving campaign through Advent, which I think is a great focus. Um, what are we focusing on this year, Doug? Yeah, one of the things that we do every year is we have a special giving called Advent Giving, and it's where we get a chance to practice generosity. Um, and we, we, we laugh at the lie that it is better to receive than give, where we actually believe it's better to give than receive. So what we're doing this year is one of our global partners um, has started this beautiful project of uh, – basically rescuing children who are stuck in human trafficking, whether it's child slavery or even sex trafficking. And um, they have a team of a social worker, a pastor, and a cook, and they're educating and caring for um, these kids. And uh, we were at, we were talking with our global partner a few days ago, and we said, well, he said, how much do you think it costs for us for an entire month for 25 kids? They have four of these houses with 100 kids total. And I thought it was going to be like a grand or two grands or, you know, three grand a month. I wasn't really sure. And he said it's $75 a month to care for 25 kids every day. What? Meal, education, the whole nine yard. And so we're that's really. In, wait, that's insane. We I know. Could, we could fund these kids for like years. Yes. So we're <laughs> going to start. We're going to start with what we really hope that God does. We want. So four houses, $75 a year, uh, a month. We figured for a full year, that's $3,600 for those that are bad in math. That's easy. And so we want to raise- Not the math, the yeah. money. We can raise the money. I can't we, do the math. But we, <laughs> we want to raise that much money so we can see 100 kids walk in freedom. Yes. Um, and so, and what we love too is the way that they're teaching these kids to read and write is they're teaching them to read the scripture. And so they're hearing stories of Jesus. They're hearing about who they really are mm. in Christ. And 
Uh, they're memorizing scripture, they're writing scripture, and they're even sharing that with some of the people who own them, which is wow. just a beautiful, beautiful thing. So we're really looking forward to that. The way you give towards that is you will see a special giving box on our communion table, and you can pop cash, checks, whatever in that box all through Advent. Can you give online too? And you can also give online too from the Advent. I think uh, in our Donate Now, you can find the Dropbox. You know, when you hit Donate Now, it'll say, you know, tithe and offering or Advent giving, and you can Perfect. give that way too. So through generosity and all the themes of Advent, we're really hoping to see God in between more. So I'd love to know how you guys are hoping to see God in the in-between through this season. I'm really excited about, yeah, just conversation I had with uh, Tim Culp months ago, actually, in talking about Advent and just, yeah, the way we look back, the way we look forward, but mm. how is Christ coming through the church now? Uh, and so I'm excited to see the ways in which Renew will say, yes, we want to see hope. We want to see peace. We want to see joy. We want to see love coming through us to our neighbors locally, globally. Um, yeah, I think, you know, the big theme of Advent is Jesus is our Emmanuel, God with us. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, the way, when, when Jesus is with us, we then also have the opportunity to be with people who are grieving, with mm. people who are struggling, mm -hmm. and, and to be with them. And since Jesus is with us, then Jesus is also with them mm -hmm. in that season mm -hmm. good. Um, to bring healing, to bring hope, to bring joy, peace, love, all those beautiful things of Advent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think 2018 has been a hard year for a lot of people. There's been fires and mass casualties and all sort of stuff. So I'm excited to see what God will do this season. Yeah, for me, I'm really excited for particularly for Blue Christmas. One of my one of my good friends who I play hockey with. Um, he, in the last year, uh, he, he lost his sister to suicide. Mm. Um, his dad had a very unfavorable, uh, diagnosis and, uh, he broke his leg. And so it's just been a mm. really tough year. So he was out of work for three months. And so I'm really excited to, uh, I've already talked about blue Christmas and he's been excited to come and grieve, which sounds mm. strange, but I just love the fact that there's already this openness to say, whoa, you and he's an atheist proclaimed, but he's so excited to come and be at a place where he can actually recognize that there are other people who are hurting in this really difficult season. Um, so I'm really practically just looking forward to to that opportunity to see to see my friend have a chance to interact with others. Uh, a tough season. Well, thank you everybody for coming. It was so good to have uh, such a full table. And um, again, thank you, Joel, for producing this. Uh, we really appreciate the way that you tirelessly serve this community. So thank you so much. Yes, we are so excited to see how God works in the in-between this Advent season. And if you see God working, please be sure to email Doug or me or Joel um, and let us know your story. And we'd love to have you on. Or if you just want to be anonymous, do that too. Um, but we're excited to be on this journey with all of you. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>